Okay, welcome everyone to a new video on my series on technical analysis, where we break it down in bite-size form. So today we're actually going to be doing a psychology class on investing, which is known as behavioral finance. Behavioral finance goes hand in hand with technical analysis because the stock market is essentially a reflection of human psychology and society's investment decisions. And when investing, there are a few psychological factors and cognitive errors that all investors make that are very important to be aware of. So the first one is the conservatism bias, which occurs when investors put too little weight on new given information. This happens in all spheres of life, and I'll give you an example. Say you are somebody who is very pessimistic with regards to the pandemic. You might believe that the pandemic is going to last for years. However, new data is emerging that the pandemic is subsiding. You can clearly see the trend is going downwards, that the vaccines are very effective. However, you display conservatism bias and you decide to not give any weight to the new information coming in and you decide to hold your ground on your beliefs without wavering on your initial statement that the pandemic has never been worse and that we are going to be in this for years to come. The next bias I want to talk about is the confirmation bias. And this one is a classic that's actually very similar to the conservatism bias. This one stipulates that an investor's beliefs become more extreme over time if confirmed. This happens all the time. So for instance, let's say you believe that all redheads are angry people. Then you walk into the street and you see an angry redhead. Well, that confirms your prior belief and reinforces that belief, even though it might actually be wrong. The third judgment and cognitive error that all investors make is anchoring. And this is another very big classic. Anchoring happens when you decide to emotionally attach yourself to an estimate, a forecast, an opinion, irrespective of if it's evidence-based or not. You are anchoring yourself to that belief without deciding to change it. So for instance, one of the classic anchors is account size. You might initially think, well, I, I'm only going to sell when my account doubles. Let's say you buy a stock and the stock price goes down and you say, okay, I'm going to sell when I break even. That is technically an anchor. The truth of the reality is as a trader and as an investor as well, you need to disassociate yourself from those anchors. Everybody does them, but if we are purely looking at this from a rational perspective, anchors don't help to make rational decisions. Another example is, a price target that an analyst has given you or that your friend has told you. I'm only going to sell when it hits that price. Well, the truth is over time, you should probably revise that estimate and change your expectations. So that pretty much sums up anchoring. It's a very dangerous bias that everybody needs to be aware of. Next up, the fourth bias that I want to talk about is optimism and overconfidence. This one is self-explanatory and it touches everyone. Nobody's perfect. Even the best analysts and portfolio managers make mistakes. Next up, the fifth cognitive bias I want to talk about is the crime of small numbers, which is when you use too small of a sample size to draw your conclusions, which can result in two different judgment errors. The first one is the gambler's fallacy. So I'll give you an example. It's like if you toss a coin 20 times and every single time you end up on heads. The gambler's fallacy states that you might make the conclusion that the odds of landing on heads is 100%. Meanwhile, the truth is, you simply do not have a big enough sample size to draw a full conclusion from that. In other words, a positive streak does not alter the probability of the next event. The second type of crime of small numbers is called the clustering illusion, which is essentially 
when you look at something and you perceive a false order while the outcomes are in effect truly random. For example, you're at the casino, the trend is always black and therefore you conclude that the number that's going to be drawn on the next one is going to be black. Finally, the sixth cognitive error is imitative behavior and herding. This is a very big classic. For instance, you see Warren Buffett buying a stock, therefore you buy the stock. This can then cause an information cascade where everybody starts imitating everybody else and that can make stocks go to extreme levels. Thank you so much for watching this lecture on behavioral finance. I hope that it was useful to you and if you have any questions, don't hesitate to write them in the description below. Thanks for watching. See ya.